If her life followed any kind of normal, predictable pattern, she would have turned to confront her ex-husband, maybe, or her overprotective big brother, but that was not the case. Abel Jacobson, known by everyone around town as Jake, stood just inside the open door, filling up the space with his broad shoulders, glowering like some avenging angel in a cowboy hat. He reached inside and grabbed her arm. Come on, Marla Jean. Get out of the truck. Donnie Joe tightened his grip around her waist. Get your own woman, Jake. That's what I'm doing, Donnie Joe. They were pulling her in two different directions, fighting over her like a prized piece of saltwater taffy. She managed to squirm away from Donnie Joe, and then shoved at the hard, stubborn wall of muscle that made up Jake's chest until she could slide past him and get out of the truck. I'm not anyone's woman. What's wrong with you two? Her too tight skirt had ridden halfway up her ass, and she struggled to pull it back down to a level that wouldn't get her arrested for indecent exposure. She was fuming while they watched. Donnie Joe had a cocky grin on his face, and Jake stood with his arms crossed over his chest, glaring like he wanted to put her over his knee and spank her. That thought sprang into her head from out of nowhere, accompanied by a vivid image of Jake's big white hand on her bare bottom. The restless itch that had driven her out of her house dressed like a hoochie mama, only to desert her before she could find the nerve to scratch it, was suddenly back, stronger than ever. She gave her skirt another tug and glared back at him. If anyone could scratch her itch, it was Jake. But she wanted simple and uncomplicated, and there was nothing simple or uncomplicated about Abel Jacobson. Donnie Joe climbed out of his truck and ambled her way. I'll be inside Lulu's if you change your mind, sugar. She won't, Jake called after him pleasantly, as he watched Donnie Joe head back inside the bar. And then before she could blast him for his caveman act, he rounded on her. Donnie Joe, what the hell were you thinking, Marla Jean? I was thinking I might get lucky. Not that it's any of your business, Abel Jacobson. She stuck her nose in the air and stomped off toward the bar. You've never had the good sense God gave a goose when it comes to men, he muttered as he followed her across the parking lot. Excuse me, she rounded on him this time, not believing the nerve of the man. When's the last time you dated a woman who had an IQ higher than her bra size? Why, Marla, I didn't think you cared. I don't give two figs about your love life, but I'd love to know what brought on this sudden interest in mine. She was still scowling at him but she was also more than a little curious about his answer. Growing up, Jake had been her older brother Lincoln's best friend, but as adults, she rarely spoke to him. Of course, they exchanged greetings whenever they ran across each other in town, but asking, hey, how are you, just to be polite, was a long way from dragging her out of another man's truck, as if he had every right to do it. He kicked at a piece of gravel with the toe of his boot. I... Got a call from Link before he left town. He said you'd hadn't sounded like yourself lately and he was worried. I said I'd keep an eye on you. I don't need watching. And Link can keep his opinions and his concern to himself. No, give him a break, Marla. He's been worried since Bradley. His words trailed off like he wanted to spare her from the awful truth. You mean since Bradley dumped me? We've been separated for a year and the divorce has been final for six months. I'm not going to fall apart at the mention of his name.
Bradley's an idiot. Finally, something we can agree on, but I'm a big girl, and I don't need a keeper. She started walking away, feeling put out all over again. Where are you going, Marla Jean? I'm going back inside. I'm going to dance with any man who asks me, and I'm going to have a good time. If that's not okay with you and my big brother, then y'all can both kiss my rosy pink butt. The smell of stale beer and the sound of country music poured out of the bar as she jerked the door open and stalked inside. She pushed her way through the crowd, but Jake stayed right on her heels. Stopping abruptly, she turned around to face him. For the love of Pete, what is it now? He tipped up the brim of his hat and asked with a lazy smile, How about a dance, Marla Jean?